Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. This is a replay of our DPI News and Notes show that we do every Tuesday over on Facebook. To see my smiling face, find us on Facebook at DPI Podcast or on YouTube at the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Now enjoy this episode after a short ad from our friends at Anchor. What's going on, my Disney friends? It's Matt with the DPI Podcast, and it's Tuesday, June the 28th, and we are live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch tonight um, for the last time. Next week, we will only be on Twitch and YouTube. So if you are watching us over on one of those other channels right now... um, just be aware that we're going to the two channels and that's it. That's all Restream's going to allow. Um, but as soon as we have the link for each show, we will post it over on the Facebook page. That way you guys know where to go to check us out. Um, if you're new to either YouTube or Twitch, you can pick either one. It's going to be the same feed. You're going to see the same chat. You're going to see everything. Um, basically the same. The, the YouTube chatters will chat on YouTube. The Twitch chatters will ch- chat on Twitch. But I'll be able to see both and I'll be able to respond to both through our chat bot that we've got on um, OBS. So I'll be able to stay up to date with all of you guys. And uh, really, 
get you to where we're in a in a good spot. Um, so huge, 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 huge show tonight. Um, yeah, lots of huges because Disney did halfway to the holidays last week. We we talked about it a little bit on Tuesday, and then. Um, Disney decided to drop all kinds of news on us in the last couple of days. So, the 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 very merry party and all that is going to take a backseat to some of the news that came out in the last couple of days. Also, we've got Peter from Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel coming on tonight. We're going to talk some travel news with him. We're also going to talk about the trip that he just took. He was able to do some things he's never done at the parks before, so we're going to talk to him about that. And just as... Um, a forewarning, um, we are going to have a special podcast, so if you follow us on any of our podcast channels through Anchor, Amazon, Apple, um, anything like that, um, we're going to be doing a trip recap with one of our clients here in the next couple of weeks. Um, they were first-time Disney visitors, and we're going to sit down, we're going to have a chat with them, and uh, kind of talk to them about, see how their trip went. They just got back over the weekend, so... Really, uh, really interested to see how their trip went. So, um, let me get over to Peter with Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel, and we will um, start talking some Disney news. doing peter oh doing pretty well how are you i am doing well um so a lot of news i really didn't have a whole lot of care on which direction we started the show off tonight so uh what's kind of striking your fancy as far as disney news in the last few days <clears throat> well um I mean, you, you brought up Very Merry. Uh, those tickets are going to go on sale here uh, a little over a week, July 7th. Um, here was the surprising thing about that, and then if you want to weigh in or I can talk about the other couple things that have struck me. Um, the last party is like the 22nd of December. Yeah, you, uh, um, and they... they They've done that quite a bit um, because because it's funny because um, when we went in 2019 and then also when we went, yeah, in 2019 when we went to the party, or no, 2020 when we went to the, par to the parks, we actually just missed the last, um, the last party, but we were there on Christmas Day. We normally hit the first party when we go in November. Yeah, in early November. So... Anyway, um, I don't know. I just, I remember one year that we went, um, I feel like we did one on like the 28th or something like that, or maybe, maybe not, but maybe I'm misremembering. Um, so that's important news. Obviously, if you have a trip in the November, December timeframe, very merry tickets are going on sale. Um, and then on the other side of that, if, if you're going in the fall break range, um, of course, the not so scary is already ready to go. Um, <laughs> here's here's the Disney news that struck me the hardest. Uh, Chapek got a three year extension. <laughs> That's the 
honestly, out of everything that's happened, I was like, are you really? Come on. Like, well, here's the thing, and I kind of talked to Shannon about it um, while we were eating dinner before the show. I think Chapik has done a good job of not letting the boat just sink into the depths. Um, when you think about the decisions that have been made, they've been more on a lower level. And I, I, I blame things like, especially like Walt Disney World, more on Jeff Volley than I do on Bob Chapik. So, yes, there's a direction from the top at some point, but I think a lot of these decisions are being made more park-to-park -park level and not necessarily all the way from the top. So, sure. you know, yeah, the stock is down, but uh, just, a, just a big... Uh, I think it's big news because I don't think a lot of people that really follow and care about Disney wanted him back. Yeah, uh, I think I think that's the I I think the general consensus and when I was just down there last week, you know, you and I talk about this all the time that you go a little bit more often so your pace kind of slows down. You maybe have more conversations with more people that you necessarily wouldn't and I heard from numerous people that like it's almost like the magic is if you go for the first time, I'd be interested to hear because I know uh, that uh, that Disney client you're talking about is um, your across the street neighbor. So um, it'll be interesting to hear with them being their first time if if they and and I know it's still magical because I had another client that uh, they just went in spring break and I just booked them two days ago for Christmas because they want to be there for Christmas, you know? So awesome. Like, obviously they went down in spring break and the magic of the place bit them really hard. But like for us, we've mentioned this before on the show, people who have been going, you know, more than the last three years, there, there's like some magic missing. And, uh, and a lot of that is due to the direction of the company. And, and, and yes, the, the individuals in charge of the park operations, you know, individually get to choose it. But at the same token, like Disneyland and Disney World are headed very, very similar directions. And Disney World, like 180, their business model in terms of what's included versus what are they trying to nickel and dime you for. And Disney World was always like, you know, the, the sell was, yeah, you pay this, but look at all these things that you get. And now it's, you pay this, it's the same amount as it ever was, if not even more. Oh, and now you have to pay all those other things. So now you're like, an experience to Disney World is right online with Kings Island and Cedar Point and Universal and everything else like that, where, <sighs> oh, I can pay a hundred bucks to get in the park, but then I have to pay extra money if I want to be able to fully utilize my day. But... To the same token, it's still cheaper because, you know, Universal charged $70 when I got them their uh, Max Pass or whatever the heck it's called. And and that wasn't even the full one. That was just like the one one ride each uh -huh. one. And it was like $70. And, and Disney's still rolling off at 15 a day plus, you know, let's put it this way. You could you could park hop and you could get the big ride in magic kingdom, the big ride in Epcot and the $15 genie plus 
and you're still less than what Universal's charging you for the day. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I think you have to take that a little bit into consideration, but I see where you're going. The one thing the one thing that the Disney parks have on basically everybody else, there are a couple exceptions right now, and you see other parks trying to emulate this um, on a smaller scale, of course. But the ability to be on site and have transportation or be able to walk to the park, you know, for that number of people right now for World and even Land to uh, to an extent because not only does Land have the three hotels that are part of Disneyland, but they've got so many hotels and within yeah. three or four blocks that are just walkable. <clears throat> so does World. I mean, on top of on top of the twenty whatever resorts that World has, there's a good solid, you know, fifteen more that are kind of on property but not on property and. But you see, you see Universal starting to follow that model. They you know, are, Cedar yeah, Point has a couple one. on site. Dollywood's putting up another one on site. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot more of these parks that are following that model and seeing the benefit of being able to have the guests stay on site, to be able to provide that transportation, and really keep them within that bubble as much as they can. And that is that is still, whenever people ask about, like, you know, why do I stay on site? Well... I stay on site because I want to get on vacation. And then I, like you said, transportation, there's other benefits, right? 7 a.m. I'm able to start booking lightning lanes. And uh, if you're off site, you don't get to do it until park, like rope drop, um, official park open time. And then it's not, it doesn't seem like a lot, but a 30 minute head start in a park is really like a two hour head start in a park. It gets you because, into that first line or maybe through the first ride line and yes. to the second ride line. Right. Jesse, um, you know, Jesse and I, when we were down there, we rope dropped once. We went to Hollywood Studio. I was up early for something. I, I just had to get up and take care of something. And um, I, I was like, you know what? I'm up. I'm going to wake Jesse up. So we got to Hollywood Studios at the, at, I think we, got out of the Skyliner at like 7 55 8 o'clock um got into the park by like 8 10 stood went straight in and out of Starbucks with no line got over to Toy Story um rode Slinky Dog Dash by I think we were we were getting off of it kind of like right as the park opened but if we would have hightailed a little bit quicker you know we probably we probably could have been another 10 10 minutes up the line but um, you know, that's a huge advantage because everybody else behind us, right, that didn't stay on site, when the park opened at 9 o'clock and they were allowed in, like, you, you're talking there's already a 80, 90-minute line for Slinky Dog Dash. Yeah. So I'm an hour and a half ahead of them. Yeah, and I, I think that's that's the big deal is, you know, if you use that to your advantage and you're able to, even if you do it like a, a Midway Mania get through Midway Mania and then get into that Slinky Dog Dash line at 30 minutes or at 40 minutes instead of at 80 minutes, it's a huge deal. I mean, you knock out two of the big rides in that park, and you can basically do that with every park except for Epcot. I think Epcot's the hardest park to, to take advantage of that because the rides are so spread out, especially if you're coming in from the back. It just it, it's, it's really tough to do it that way. Yeah, if you come in, if you come in from the World Showcase entrance, you basically just your advantage is you get to go ride Remy. Before. Yeah, yeah. But if you come in from the front, right, 
I don't know, test track over to Soarin' or... Yeah. Okay, so let, let, let's jump in. Let's jump into the, the Christmas party because we did get um, basically all the news on the Christmas parties. Um, and, and we got Christmas parties at four parks. Um, so not only do we have the, the Christmas parties at World and Land in the United States, we also got the parties in Paris and in Shanghai. Hong Kong. Hong Kong um, was the fourth park that had listed parties. Um, so yeah, so lots of, lots of stuff came out last week. You can go over on Disney Parks blog if you want to see everything, but basically what we got was, um, the, the favorites coming back. So Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is going to return, parade, fireworks, show, the cookie stroll, um, Really, the big, the biggest change was Guardians of the Galaxy is going to get a holiday overlay. Um, that was the biggest change that I saw. Um, so the dates, November 8th through December 22nd, pretty standard as they've been the last few years. Um, ticket prices, $149 to $199 per person. Um... Really what this gets you is you get entrance into the park at 4 p.m. Um, it acts as a park reservation for Magic Kingdom that night. Um, so what I've seen a lot of people do is use this as one of their park days instead of, you know, having a park day plus this on top of it. Um, they can relax at their hotel for a little while and... It just, yeah, it's, it, with that price, you almost have to treat it like that anymore. Um, Shannon, I hear you. Shannon says she lives for the cookie stroll. Um, when we were there for Christmas, we actually completed the Epcot one, which was pretty awesome. We'd never done that before. That was really cool. Um, real quick, M. Odom, great talking with you over on YouTube. Awesome that you guys got to be part of the parade in March. Um, she was with Poplar Bluff High School that marched at Magic Kingdom. I told her, I think I've got her on tape because we taped all the bands on the, the on the GoPro, so I'm pretty sure we've got her on tape. So we'll, uh, we'll get that posted. But yeah, uh, let's see. New in honor of 50th anniversary celebration, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party attendees will discover three jolly new photo opportunities. Um, guests will also receive a special 50th anniversary commemorative keepsake theme for the holidays. It's a special map. No, I don't know what it is. They didn't say what it was. Um, oh, the other big thing was uh, Jingle Bam Jingle Bash isn't coming back. So, anything, anything that kind of stuck out to you for Very Merry? <clears throat> no, I'm just, uh, my general thought is I'm just glad, because I went to Boobash last year, and it was okay. It was okay. I'm, I'm just very glad that the Not So Scary and the Very Merry are back, and I think we can agree that while there are modifications, there's always modifications and changes year after year. Um, but it's really, it's really, really exciting that we can basically say that they're kind of like back to normal. That 
those parties are back and back to normal, which is yes. which is great. Um, yes. Because those parties are just a ton of fun. Um, Matt kind of talked about some of the the uh, on top of that, there's like exclusive merchandise and, and pins and stuff that you can get during those parties. It's um, it's just a really really fun experience. There's a lot of unique menu items during the parties that you can get in very um, in select locations throughout the park. Different quick service stands will have different things. So it's important that if you go to the parties that you immediately grab that map. Um, you know, Space Mountain is always something that you want to do at either party for, yes. uh, because they, it is a great experience. Um, in Halloween, it's pitch black and rock music. And then uh, in Christmas, it's just Christ- green and red everywhere and Mannheim steamroller blasted. Like, it's just... It's absolutely awesome. Uh, Jingle Mountain is is just wonderful. So uh, not really anything else to talk about that stuff. Good details that you gave. Um, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So tickets do go on sale next week, next Thursday, July the 7th. Um, I know somebody's birthday that's that day. But you aren't able to get me that trip. What? It's... It oh, sold out before it went on the to the general public. Oh yeah, <laughs> hundred and ten thousand dollar Disney vacation visit all all the theme parks. Um, sold out before it got to the general public. So um, the homeowners association of Golden Oak is going to have a fantastic trip. But yeah, um, other news from around the parks: Narcusi's refurbishment has been delayed. Um, it's going to be re- stay closed until twenty twenty three. Narcusis is over in the Grand Floridian. Um, it is one of Shannon and I's favorite spots to go on an adult trip. Um, really good menu, and they are retheming it to um, Mary Poppins. So, wait, John do Mary Poppins or regular Mary Poppins? I think it's regular Mary Poppins. Could you imagine just Yondu everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Um, Disney Enchantment, if you go into the park here in the next couple of weeks, you're going to get a double dose of Enchantment. Um, They are going to do the show at 9.20 and 11 p.m. Select nights in July. What was the 10th through the 24th, I think. It's two weeks they're going to do it. Um, So, yeah. So, if you like Enchantment, there you go. That's a great idea for families with kids to watch it and go. And then the people that normally watch it and then run out the park to be able to kind of run out the park and then come watch it. So yeah, I think that's a great idea. They should you do know, that. And and I hope that this is like a dry run for like doing that. I mean, I, I feel they should be doing that every spring break, fall break and holiday season be running the doubles. I, I, I don't know about the doubles. I, I'm not a big fan of the double full shows, but I did miss the kiss. Good night. That, that was always a cool thing at Magic Kingdom. Um, it wasn't a full fireworks show, but it was always a projection thing on the castle. And yeah, then you had... 11.15-ish. Yeah, yeah. And it was just it was just a cool thing to kind of close out the day, get everybody over to Main Street, and then walk out of the park. Yeah. Um, stay at Magic Kingdom, and we've got two years after Splash Mountain replacement announced, Disney promises more info this week. So, so the rumor is that the voice acting has already been done for this 
So they've already got the voice tracks laid for the new ride. Um, and that it's going to open in 2024. That's the big rumor that's out there right now. Um, we'll see if we get anything solid this week. I think we'll get an opening time frame probably um, at D23. So the parks panel is September 11th. So I would think we'd get the, the better details then. Yeah, I bet I bet this week we kind of get like a time frame. Like uh, we're going to be aiming for closing around here, opening around here. But I'll bet at D23, this will be kind of, a, you know, one of the big major hype videos that they play. Yeah. Of like, you know, the artist foot or the, the Imagineer mock-ups and... Yeah, you know, the artist rendering like, stuff, yeah. Yeah, and, and like a 3D ride uh-huh. visualization type of type of thing. The new the new frog logs that you're going to ride in through the... They they literally can use the exact same logs and just put a frog figurine where the yeah the frog is. logs yeah that's all you gotta do just <laughs> take off the rabbit put on a frog and boom we got that part done uh, three weeks away from the opening of Star Wars Launch Bay and Disney announced that the character meet and greets will be part of the Lightning Lane um, program so three characters over there two of them are going to be part of the lightning lane so you get to meet bb8 darth vader and chewbacca uh chewy and darth vader are going to be um lightning lane options for you have you seen the finale of obi-wan oh yeah i want i i just want a voice emulator for that scene i want uh i want a season two <laughs> there, there is a season two I know. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan is coming back for season two. But I want that voice. That that was such, such a cool scene. If you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but you, you, you just got to watch. It's it's unbelievable. It really was. Uh, Hayden, Hayden Christensen did amazing. Yes. In that scene. Because um, I know what scene you're talking about, for sure. Um, da, 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 da. What else Hit do we got? Hit me with more news. What's that? Hit me with more news. What else you got? Disney cancels plans for Disney Springs Brightline train station. Yeah, they did. They pulled out of the contract on that. So they didn't necessarily pull out of the contract. They basically said, we don't want the train on property. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, you say that's not pulling. I don't know if they were ever really in a contract or anything like that with them, but. Yeah. That's a big. it's, It's really interesting because the other thing that's happening right now is minivans are coming back within the next week. And um, tomorrow. Yeah, we, we saw them everywhere. And they have so many types. They have so many different types now. Um, they have like some transit style vehicles. Uh huh. You know, like the bigger seats, eight passengers type of thing. Um, and then they have tons of Suburbans. And, uh, they, they look great because they were everywhere running their training runs and everything else like that the whole time we were down there. Um, that was <clears throat> that was cool to see. So I, plus between Mirrors Connect and then that um, that steam train one that you and I I know we talked about it. I'm forgetting the name of the company. The this, Sunshine 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 Express or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I saw tons of those buses dropping off. So that service is up and running strong. So I'm wondering if Disney was sort of like, why muddy the waters between 
because let's be honest, if that train stopped at Disney Springs, that's a viable would, option. Yeah, that and it would essentially there's no way Mears Connect and Sunshine Express and minivans and Uber like I feel like that would draw a tremendous amount of business. Yeah. To uh to just be able to go jump on that train, ride it. It would down. by far be the cheapest option. Most likely. Yeah. Like that was the thing. We Ubered, we Ubered both ways because I could control my own schedule. I literally got off my plane. We do carry-ons. And so I got off my plane and as I was docking on the monorail coming into the main hub, I clicked order Uber and it was waiting outside for me by the time I could walk. You know? Yeah. And it was it was like 40 bucks in comparison to it would have cost me 35 after tax going with Mears Connect. Yeah. So No, I completely understand. Um as far as minivan since you brought that up, we got some idea on the pricing and it's really not different if you remember what it was before. Most rides are from the twenty to forty dollar range, um, and basically hanging out in that thirty-five to forty dollar range. If you hit peak times, they're going to go up. If you're in the off times, they're going to go down. But it's basically it's basically lift prices plus five to eight bucks. Yeah, like the lift, a twelve dollar lift is going to be twenty on a minivan. Exactly. Yeah. So. But the nice thing about minivans is if you do have kids, especially small kids, they've got car seats. So if you need a booster or if you need a full car seat, they all have the car seats. That, so, is, that is true. I know that was one thing um, with my neighbors going that they were asking, hey, should we take our car seat with us? And I was like, it's really kind of up to you. None of the Lyft drivers are going to mandate you have a car seat in the car. You're basically going to put the kid between two parents in the back. So, um, so the update today on the Brightline thing was there, there's, there's not going to be a Disney Springs station, but there might be one that's adjacent to Disney, um, that might be close enough to where you could still take it close to the parks and then Uber in from there. So still maybe an option, what, 2025, I think is when they're talking about this being completed to Tampa? No. Yeah, to Tampa is the direction it's going. Um, so, we'll see. And you can see all that construction kind of leaving Orlando International and heading yeah. down towards the southwest. Uh, beginning August 8th, Disneyland Resort guests will be able to enjoy early entry 30 minutes prior to the park's opening each day, daily, um, to enjoy select attractions, dining, and shopping. That's basically what World does right now. Um, just land is going to be able to do it. Oh, man, how did this slip my mind? Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Oh, yeah. Opening... August the 25th. Um, so, yeah. So, that's going to be um, both parks. World and Land. Bippity Boppity Boutiques are going to be opening. Now, half the ones outside of the parks already opened. Like the one that was in the Grand Floridian. The one that's in Disney Springs. Have those already opened? No, none of I think they're all opening on that August 25th date. 
if any of them are open, it's Grant Disney Springs is definitely not open, but um, maybe Grand Floridian, like just for Grand Floridian guests. Yeah, I don't know. I'm seeing if I can. Yeah, yeah, it says August 25th. The Disney Springs will be August 25th. It says closed. Let's oh, see if okay. I can find Grand Floridian. Uh, this one. Um, nothing's nothing about the Grand Floridian one. The only two that I'm finding are the springs. I wonder. So it doesn't look like it's back, and I don't okay. know if it will be back or not. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Yeah, the Disney Springs and Magic Kingdom both say closed. So they're going to both be coming back on this 25th. Let's pull that up real quick. Sounds, sounds good. Um... We got our countdown. Eddie's Eddie's done bippity boppity, hasn't she? Yes, she has. Ellie's Who's done. Fun? Ellie's done it, and she's done the character couture at Ivy Trellis. So both of those really cool character couture um, at Ivy Trellis Salon. Well, Ivy Trellis isn't there. That's what they turned into the bippity boppity boutique at Grand Floridian. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if uh... I don't know. So, hey, we got nine minutes. What do you want to talk about? Your trip. How was Guardians? I wrote it six times. That's it? Yep. Hey, that, what do you mean that's it? <laughs> <laughs> it? took effort. I did something that I've never, ever done before. I paid for lightning lanes for Guardians. Okay. Yep. So I wrote it. I wrote it Friday. I paid for a lightning lane on Saturday because I didn't have a reservation to that park. I didn't ride it Sunday. On Monday, I paid for a lightning lane and I was doing the deluxe resort guest. So I got the late night, the the uh, the six p.m. Uh, virtual queue yeah and then on tuesday i got the virtual queue in the morning and paid for a lightning lane <laughs> so once friday once saturday twice monday twice tuesday the ride is amazing i'm not going to spoil it i did take a ride video of it a couple of times uh the best way if you have been to universal and ridden escape from gringotts you can get a sense of the ride vehicles and then from there i will say it is Seven Dwarves meets Space Mountain. Okay. In terms of, but in the Escape from Gringotts ride vehicles. So it's, it, it's phenomenal. It was phenomenal. It really was. Which is why after riding it Friday, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll pay for a lady lady for this. <laughs> interesting, interesting thing about that is... On Saturday, the Lightning Lane was $18 a piece, and on Monday and Tuesday, it was $15 a piece. So we had always kind of talked about it is a little bit variable, and I was able to see it firsthand um, that they are variable. And then 
this is news. I texted this to you. Did you mention this on Tuesday's show? The whole switch over in the yeah. So so when you when you had talked when you sent that to me, so we had taped and then you had sent that to me. We have already talked about it on the show, um, but yeah, really the big now we got to retape. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 could we or we could just leave it and just I'm just gonna caption it. <laughs> There's yeah. only one. There's only one <laughs> at the time at the time of recording. Yeah, so that was pretty, which is good because a lot of D, a lot of Genie Plus people were upset they weren't getting their money's worth. And I think by doing this, this was a good step in the right direction to offer more and more important, like better rides into the Genie Plus service. So now it's just Flight of Passage at Animal Kingdom, Seven Dwarves at Magic Kingdom, Guardians of the Galaxy at Epcot and Rise of the Resistance at Hollywood Studios. Every other ride is part of the $15 Genie Plus that you can pay morning up. So that's it's important. Um, what else did we do? Oh my gosh, we did so. It was great. We got back to Storybook Dining, the uh, Seven Dwarves uh-huh. Snow White meal at Wilderness Lodge phenomenal we did that a couple months after it first started and i happened to grab a reservation at 12 30 in the morning uh on the day we were going on friday and we went there friday night and i forgot it is a culinary experience like none other mixed with a full character meal which there are very very few like you have to choose one or the other. Do you want characters and okay food, or do you want phenomenal food and no and no? Yeah, yeah. You, I, get both. you have to have you have to have a really open palate for that place because that was the one thing that really turned me off about that meal was I'm not really out there with my palate, and a lot of those flavors were a little outside of my range. And I feel like they have. I feel like it's changed a little bit then. Because you went early on as well. Because yeah. this time, the food was remarkable, and I also felt like it was very, uh, very, I don't know, a mainstream. I guess. Yeah, it was. But I, I have eaten a lot of salmon in my life. I am a big salmon fan, and I had a top three salmon dish. And the only reason I don't say top one is because what if I remember a different one? Like, it was, <laughs> it was amazing. It really was. Um, went to California Grill, did the 50th dinner celebration. Server was terrible. Rest of the experience was fine. But let me caption this by saying our reservation was at 7. As our dessert got there, I looked at our server and said, I'm going out on the balcony to watch the fireworks. Dessert got there two hours and 15. We spent more time with an empty table than we did with food in front of us. And, and I don't blame the kitchen or anything else like that. It was 100%. He was not, he was not good. Like straight. And I don't say that about many cast members. They're doing their best. They're doing great jobs. They're making magic. It was just bad. Bad. We've, we've um, had that meal and we had a good server. It, it, that meal is unbelievable. Right. But I should be, I should have been able to be signing the check at about an hour and 30 and grabbing a drink to go out to the balcony, not, oh yeah, let me leave my dessert on the table while I go watch the 18 minute fireworks show and then get yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. 
So that was that was kind of a bummer. Um, did you keep your reservation at Nine Dragons? I did. I went to Nine Dragons. <laughs> Nine Dragons was good. Yeah, we had a four and a half hour delay. We got to the airport at 4 a.m. for our 5.15 flight, and we ended up leaving at 9.45. Yeah. Because our pilot called in sick, so they then had to wake another pilot up, put him on a plane in or as a passenger, and bring him to Indianapolis to fly our plane to Orlando. Bless you. Thank you. So that was adventurous. Um, outside of that, like, Gar- so Guardians is amazing. Uh, Flower and Garden Festival, it was, it was like my third time to it. Um, but <laughs> absolutely love that place. Uh, outside of that, I went, I went to Ogus three times. Just, I, I cannot get enough of sitting at Ogus and having <laughs> drinks. I really can't. I, it's something. We did it the first time. I did it with you. And then every time we've gone back, we've gone now. So yeah. it, it, we, it's that good. We had two reservations. So I had a reservation. And then we switched up our park days. And I managed to get another reservation on the day I had my park reservation. But I kept the other one because I could park hop. And then on the, the morning that we rope dropped... I found a 9 a.m. Ogas on the, as we were <laughs> skylinering over at 7.30 in the morning, I was like, uh, heck yeah, I'll go to Ogas in an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing says Hollywood Studios like a, a fuzzy tauntaun at 9 a.m. Amen. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a great trip. It was a lot of fun. Um, I did find the most dangerous, I had never been there before. I found the most dangerous spot in all of Disney World for my finances. It is the pro shop at the Palm Magnolia. Yes. Oh, that that is a dangerous store. If you are if you are a golfer, yes, yes, you're clear of that store. Well, Peter, you got less than a minute. Tell people where you can they can find you and book a trip. Uh, easiest way is on Facebook, uh, Princess of the Mouse Disney Travel. Apparently, if you just type in Disney Travel Agent, I will be the top hit or towards the top. Um, would love to talk to you. Always happy to take my expertise and Matt's expertise and get it in someone else's hands to make your trip absolutely remarkable. Well, so maybe we could talk more next week about my trip. Yep. Uh, good seeing you. Call Paris and, and figure out that ticket thing. I will. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later, Red. All right, bye, everyone. All right, that was Peter with Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel. Again, you can find him over on Facebook at P-A-T-M Disney Travel. Um, or you could just go down to the website. Um, it's been scrolling down below us, but if you are listening on the podcast, it's P-A-T-M Disney Travel dot com forward slash planning uh, to get some information on your next Disney vacation. Uh, that about does it for the show. Not a whole lot of news. He did bring up one thing that we didn't talk about while he was on, and it was about the Magnolia Golf Course. The Magnolia Golf Course is actually undergoing a huge renovation right now. So if you've played the Disney Golf Courses, they are phenomenal. Um, but the Palm is getting a little bit of a makeover. and Or not the Palm, but the Magnolia is getting a little bit of a makeover. And it should open up next year at some point. So... Looking forward to getting my wrist fixed and then going back down there and playing some golf. A um, couple things to 
close up the show. John Tate, thank you for following um, over on YouTube. Really appreciate it. It is um, it is our followers and the people that like our show and you know interact with our content and that kind of stuff that keeps us going. So thank you very much for following us over there. He is subscriber number 134. I've got to change my little counter that comes up on our screen now. It's only at 125. So we've had nine new nine new subscribers in the last month. So we very much appreciate that. Um, if you haven't subscribed over on YouTube, go over and do that. Um, also, Allie's Adventures, my daughter's channel um, that she started a little bit ago. She is actually going to be more merging with us, and we are going to be offering her videos on the DPI channel as well. So if you have seen any of the Allie's Adventures uh, stuff, she's got a kids version of reviews of Discovery Cove and Disney Springs right now. She's going to do one for Disney Cruise Lines, Dollywood, a lot of different things. Um, she's just going to talk about things inside and outside the parks that would be fun for kids to do. So... If you're interested in that, definitely give that a look. Um, it'll have its own playlist on our channel. I'll get it up on the main page here probably in the next week or so. But that's that. Thank you guys all for watching. I'm going to go ahead and get into the closing now. And uh, you guys have a wonderful night. So Peter from Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel joined us, and I don't know why I stumbled on that, um, talking about news and his trip. He's going to be back. Facebook at DPI Podcast. Um, if you're over on Twitter and you like that a little bit better, at Disney Insights, YouTube, the Disney Planning Insights Podcast, Twitch, Matt underscore DPI, and Instagram at Princesses in the Mouse. Find us somewhere. Like us. We like you. listening everything that you do have a good week and we will talk to you next week as we enter july have a good week everybody bye now